Hey guys, I hope that all of you are doing, I guess, as well as well as you can do with everything that's been going on and not even just everything that's recently been going on, but just everything that has been going on for such a long time. Um, y'all have not heard much from me outside of the resources that I've been sharing on my Instagram and on my style blog. And if you are subscribed to my website through your um through your inbox too, um, the resource that I've been sharing to support the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, that's been my main priority right now. And I'm going to just be honest, it's probably going to be a little minute before I get back into content surrounding fashion and style because I am drained and I honestly have not felt inspired. Um, and it's one thing I know myself, I know sometimes I get in the mood and I'm just not feeling inspired, but I know right now in my heart, it's really because I'm feeling hopeless and I'm feeling helpless. And even though I know overall I'm not those things, that's just how I feel right now. And I know that's how a lot of us feel right now. I know that's how a lot of black people all over are feeling right now. So um, I've really been trying to take some time to uh, check in with myself, check in with my loved ones. And um, I would I would say time to heal. But I don't even know if that's what I would call it, because for me, it's impossible. It's impossible for me to heal when when we're just in the process of constantly being wounded over and over again. And to see even as the protest and the movement is going on to still see innocent people who are protesting, whether it be, quote unquote, peacefully or not peacefully, to still see them being innocently killed in the streets and nothing being done about it. Like, I don't know if, if I can say I'm healing. I'm constantly being hurt by what I'm seeing. Um, but I've just been trying to take some time to tend to my heart and to check in on myself, too, on, on ways, what's next for me, and educate myself on ways that I can support. Because there are so many movements within the Black Lives Matter movement that I'm just learning of myself and that I wanted to get into in this episode and share resources for people who may be feeling like me who may feel helpless but still want to do whatever it is that they can and who may right now just need a break too from social media I know it's a lot um I also wanted to address that whatever feelings you're having whether it be overwhelmed or angry um please don't judge yourself for feeling for seeing what's going on and seeing things being destroyed and almost feeling like it's about time or feeling um, not feeling so peaceful right now. Like, please don't, I think that's a word that's being so pushed on us right now on black people is everything. Why isn't it peaceful? You know, um, you guys, this isn't the way to do it. It's peaceful ways to do it. What I see right now is people who are devastated and people who are doing whatever it is that they can to try to make a change. And, um, you know, they're disrupting. That's what you have to do is, to disrupt a pattern. I have, I've never seen anything personally in the world change by unless unless a pattern was disrupted. And that's exactly what's going on. Um, so whether you feel like personally the way people are going about it is wrong or, or right, the fact is there is no quote unquote right way. It's just we just fed up people, um, you know, and I will say as as much as my emotions have been everywhere, one thing that I have been in awe of 
um, is the way that my generation has decided not to turn a blind eye and to disrupt the pattern. Um, Because it's so easy. It's so easy to become desensitized. And I know a lot of us are trying to look out for our mental health. I know a lot of people haven't even seen the George Floyd video because they wanted to look out for themselves um, mentally. And I'm going to be honest, personally, at first, I didn't want to watch it either because I already knew how it was going to make me feel. I knew it was going to make me feel the same way it made me feel when I saw Eric Garner's video and when I saw Philando Castile's video. Like, the, it's a continued pattern, you know? The pattern of racism and discrimination and senseless killing is continued. So again, I'm, I'm happy to at least see my people trying to disrupt the pattern. Um, but I didn't want to look at it. Um, I haven't looked at a video of that kind in a while. But I looked at it because I never want to get so used to how things are like, you know, that I to the point where, like, I just shield myself from what it is that's still going on every single day. Like, I don't want to get so comfortable in in not seeing it because I think that's part of the issue for everybody. I think the comfort, I think it, it needs to make more people feel uncomfortable. And, you know, on one side, I hurt because I can only imagine what it must be like just to see, you know, a loved one of George to to have to see something so horrific being played over and over again. And I hate that for them so much. But on the other hand, I'm so grateful that someone was there to capture the truth of what happened, because I think that's all we have to even have a chance at holding anyone accountable, especially since we know at this point that they're going to always protect their own. Um, but I think that's what disgusts me the most about everything I've been seeing. Um, it's one thing to be disgusted by the murders themselves, but just the yellow journalism and the false police statements and all of those things surrounding it is what really is just like the, the final straw for me. Um, and it's disgusting to see these, their killer, these killers and their accomplices protecting each other by any means necessary. Um, you know, whether they got to conjure up a fake mugshot, create a fake incident for the police report, whatever it is, they're protected. And so um, I see why, you know, what's happening is what's happening. And it's about time that we do protect each other and or be as organized as they are, because that's what it is, is they're they're organized, if nothing else. But again, I totally understand um, those who have not seen the video because or those who have just been trying to stay connected, but still. Um, staying aware and I think we've seen it so much that some of us have gone numb and I think we watch them and we thank God real quick that that's not our father or our brother or our son or our sister and then we go on about our day as if it couldn't be ours tomorrow or next week or next month and it really shouldn't have to be for us to show up for each other and so again like I said I'm so encouraged to see the empathy that we're having for each other to be able to risk our lives really even in in the middle of a pandemic to go out there and to stand up for each other if nothing else that's been the one thing that's been inspiring me during this time um is us standing together and speaking up for each other um and I just wanted to say that there's more than one way to support like I said like let's not be so hard on each other about what ways we choose to support as long as we're supporting all of it is so crucial um the financial support like I said the physical protesters, we need to continue to spread awareness because the protests wouldn't be going on right now if somebody didn't take the time to record and share and make us aware. 
Um, we need resources for the protesters. We need the prayers and the spiritual warfare. All of it is necessary. So don't let someone, especially the ones who have done nothing but contributed to the issue, tell you what correct way um, is the right way to get our voice heard. There's literally so many ways, and I feel like all of it is a part of what's needed for us to have a chance to impact the way that we want to. So yeah, like I said, this episode is just specifically me plugging y'all on the resources that I've learned of so far when it pertains to both the Black Lives Matter movement as a whole and just the personal lives that have been affected by all the murders that have been going on. Um, So the fundraiser that I was very happy to see did so well um, is of course organized by the brother of Mr. George Floyd. And the fund was created to cover funeral and burial expenses, um, mental and grief counseling for the family, lodging and travel for all court proceedings, and just to assist George's family in the process of seeking justice. So I'll have that link in the episode notes if you want to continue to donate to his family. Of course, you can also text Floyd, F-L-O-Y-D, to 55156, and it'll send you a link to the petition to have all officers involved to be arrested and charged, because they said that one was arrested and charged. I don't know how true it is, because I feel like, I don't know, but we want all of them, so, um, and I'm also going to add the link for you guys to sign the petition to the family of Breonna Taylor the young lady from Kentucky who was an award-winning EMT and was serving her community through her field. And she lost her life to three cops who pulled up to the wrong house for a drug raid. Um, So we got to make sure that we're acknowledging and supporting black women as well in this movement who have lost their lives. I had posted something I've seen. um, It was a art illustration and it had like a woman's afro and in the afro it had all of the different names of women who have been killed by the hands of the police and it was at least I want to say over 30 something names and I felt ashamed that I had only known about three of them but that just speaks volumes to the amount of publicity that they have not received so um, we definitely want to make sure that we are supporting and defending the lives of black women as well um, because Black women may talk a lot (laughs) trash, but we are the first ones who are always defending our black men when something like this happens. So I think it should be the same way across the board. I know a lot of people feel like petitions are a thing of the past or like they're ineffective. But again, the key is to exhaust all resources that encourage accountability. So we definitely want to make sure we show strength in numbers. It's definitely worth a try. The more people see the number of people who have signed, the more they'll know how many people are present and alert to the situation and are paying attention to what's going on and how many people are willing to disrupt again if the cops are not convicted. So let's definitely, petitions don't take long to sign and they're worth a try. Um, I'm also putting the GoFundMe link where you can donate to the family of Ahmaud Arbery. Even as these stories age, like none of them is more important than the other. Um, There's so many, I'm not going to be able to name all of them because unfortunately there's so many. There's so many lives that have not just been affected recently but just across the board but I'm just sharing the ones that I know as I learn them I'm going to continue to share them Um, even if it's not on a podcast episode it'll be on my blog on the resource that I already have up I'll just continue to update it Um, but yeah let's just try to keep each other updated on the progress of each one specifically because while we get to feel bad in that moment and you know scroll onto something else 
the friends and family of these people, they're living in a living hell right now and they're going to be living there for a while. So, you know, and, and the more I see these situations play out, the closer they start to feel to me, you know, I don't see the difference. You know, when I hear about these situations and when I watch them, I don't see the difference between these young men and women and me or my sister or my father, especially when you just see everyday hardworking people just living their lives. And that's a death sentence for them to see George Floyd. He was he was he's not even from there. He was going to to try to see about a new job. And that's all of us. That's your cousin. That's that's me. <laughs> that's your sister. That's everybody. That's something that we do. That's everyday living. And to see what's going on, it should continue to affect us personally. And we should continue to take it personally, no matter how many cases come up. Just the more I see it and the more I feel it and the worse I feel, the more I'm realizing how much that feeling in itself is just not enough. We got to do what we can with whatever it is we have. So that's why I've just been taking this time to really try to educate myself and share as much as I learn about ways that we can support directly and generally. Um, and I'm sending just just so much love and so much prayer to not just the loved ones of George Floyd, but just to the loved ones of everyone who has lost someone due to the racism and the hatred and, and the murder that's so heavily rooted in this country's DNA. Because that's what it is. Like Police brutality at this point is really such a euphemism and it's a generalization and I'm so over the word. Um, it's such a generalization of what the real issue is. So I'm sending so much love to you and... Uh, I can imagine just when you think you've come to a place of accepting or, you know, losing someone over something like that to constantly see just the same scenario replaying over and over every time a new video surfaces. Like I can only imagine the amount of trauma and pain that is resurfacing for so many every time you see this continuing to play out over and over again with nothing changed. So I'm sending not just my love, but just my action and um, just making sure that my words match my action and that I'm actively supporting these movements that I'm going to be naming. Um, so the Minnesota Freedom Fund, that was the first one I started with as far as donating because that was the first protest that kind of took place that kind of broke out recently um, to the George Floyd murder. That's where it first broke out. So that's one, but there's so many different ones. If you look up any city where a protest is currently going on, there's also going to be a, or should be a freedom fund to bail out individuals who have gotten arrested wrongfully during this time. I'll put just a few of the cities in the episode notes, but like I said, there's so many. I also wanted to shout out North Star Collective, and that's a team of community health trainers, radical health organizers and street medics who will utilize the funds raised for medical supplies to treat people on the front lines of our protests. So that's super important. We want to make sure that our protesters are staying as healthy and as safe as possible. That's going to be one of the funds that you can directly donate to to ensure that that's happening. And then Reclaim the Block. This is one that, like I said, one that I just learned of that I had no clue existed. And this is a coalition to demand that Minneapolis defund from policing and invest in long-term alternatives. And I don't know if you guys know, I'm sure a lot of you guys know of Jessica of Irregular Exposure. She's from my city, but she's currently based in LA. And she had a sales day where her whole, all of her, 100% of her proceeds from that sales day went to Reclaim the Block. So fashion brands out there, if you want to get your brand aligned with the cause, that's one of the ways that you can actually put your words to match your efforts and put your money where your mouth is. And 
actually directly have your business support one of the umbrellas under the Black Lives Matter movement. And Reclaim the Block is definitely one of those that's going to be crucial because it's specifically targeted to defunding a corrupt organization. When an organization is corrupt, you take your money out of that organization. So that's exactly what you can do. Also, last but not least, I wanted to say this. I know it's kind of a controversial topic. I see people arguing back and forth about it um, on social media lately, but I, I have to say this. Try to educate yourself on the Black-owned businesses in the communities that you're being present in and trying to make a change in during this time because let's not forget, a lot of these are our allies and, you know, we're going to need them long-term. It's not just about short-term. It's about our long-term leveraging our own buying power. And we can't spend our money with each other if there are no Black-owned businesses still standing as a result. So let's also keep that in mind, especially those Black-owned businesses that have been providing us with resources and that have expressed that they're with us and have shown that through their actions recently. So um, matter of fact, that's another way that you can help is to look into some of the Black-owned businesses that have unfortunately been compromised or destroyed during this time. I know offhand one of them is Guns N' Roses Boutique, which is a woman-owned boutique in Dallas, and her building was destroyed and looted. So I'm going to put her link also in the episode notes as well if you guys want to donate to her GoFundMe to help her rebuild. Um, so yeah, let's just make sure that we're not betraying our own in the midst of what's going on. Let's keep our vision clear. Um, to my people, my black people, I love you. I'm praying for us. I pray that we are equipped with not only just the strategy and the resources to ride this thing out, like as long as we have to, but just, just also the tenacity and the unity amongst each other. Cause I really think that's what it's going to take is just a long lasting unity amongst each other and, um, us staying clear on what our overall goal is in order to make a lasting impact. I love you guys so much. Let's not forget also that we are the blueprint. So please don't let these people out here who have wounded us try to tell us how to nurse our own wounds during this time. And um, to black people, try to check yourself when you find yourselves judging each other for um, for our efforts during this time. Just because it wouldn't be the way you would have done it, especially if you have done nothing yet. Like if you haven't, if you just been, if you have the privilege of watching from the sidelines and saying what you would have done or what's not the, the right way to do something, all that energy it takes to bicker over what's right, the right way is just a distraction from the main issue at hand. And that's racism. That's what we should be remembering is the whole reason that everything is happening right now. So um, anyone who's listening, if you guys have any other resources, any other ways that we can contribute to the Black Lives Matter movement and to the uprising, because I know I only mentioned a few, but I just wanted to point some people in the right direction, like I said. Um, so just definitely send them to me. Please do not hesitate. You can send them to styleadvicebyshara at gmail.com. And what I'll do is I'll continue to compile them in emails and blog posts and so on and so on and send them out and as well as on my social media. Um, yeah, that's all I have for right now. Um, I need a break from everything. Guys, this is a lot. Um, creatively, I'm sure I'll get back into my swing eventually. Um, so if you're subscribed to my site, you'll know when I do. But right now, I just wanted to prioritize sharing resources with black people in ways that we can defend each other and defend each other's lives. Um, so, yeah, especially right now. Oh, I also wanted to say, like, I know it's it's so easy to get discouraged, but momentum is so important. And just look at how we're shaking up the world right now. 
um, there really is power and momentum. So please be safe. I'm so inspired, like I said, by how brave and how much courage and conviction my people have right now and how much we've always had. That is something that personally has been resonating with me so much. Please stay focused just and clear on what it is we're fighting for. And I love you guys and I'll talk to you guys soon.